Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. My name is Racist Mr. Bean. <laughs> and I'm RJ. What does that mean? Well, it's just Mr. Bean, but like, if he sees like an Indian person, he just like makes a face. He's like, <laughs> you know, he doesn't say anything. He's Mr. Bean. So is he misunderstood still, or is it blatant? Well, he's, the he's, a, he's a playful racist. Oh, okay. You know, but like the racism is under, he makes that understood. Everything still. else about him is very misunderstood, but. He's still getting stuff lodged up his nose. Yep. He's still super clumsy, <laughs> tripping over stuff. But. That's funny. Yeah. Um, RJ? Yes. You know how like one of your favorite pastimes is just like seeing how hard your dick can get? And jerking off in Walmart parking lots. <laughs> well, no, that is that. a pastime. Not that. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry. You just, you just like, you, you've told me before that you just like to see how hard your dick gets. We all know that. That was his yearbook quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's public knowledge. Have you ever tried to see how soft your dick can get? Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> how do you think you can get your dick the softest? You think? Reverse osmosis. Mm. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what osmosis is. So. It goes inside of you. Yeah. No, it means you like. <laughs> it means you like put your cells out through your skin. Mm, you know, if, if osmosis do. is like absorbing, <laughs> you're uh, your releasing bigger. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, no, I want the opposite. It's growing. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those uh, dinosaurs you put in water <laughs> <laughs> Devin how do you think you'll, your dick gets the softest softest hmm well I mean like are we talking like <laughs> s- like soft like and soft like, like embarrassing okay em- oh like embarrassing <laughs> so I was gonna say like you know like nice seeing soft seeing my grandma naked okay that's gonna get you soft uh, yeah. so are we talking about like go inside of my body yeah the Teletubbies I mean, that would be embarrassing. You would yeah. never show it to anyone. I probably would if it went inside. <laughs> probably have to show a doctor. Be like, what do we do about this? <laughs> he sure. goes down there. He's like, hello. hello. <laughs> I'm going in. He's got a headlamp. <laughs> Climbing gear. Silver and gold. <laughs> Silver and gold. <laughs> he gets his arm stuck, has to chew it off like under 27 hours. Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, to get like embarrassingly saw, so- like maybe a scary, scary movie, you Ooh, know? Ooh, a scary movie? Mm hmm. What if you yeah. have like a hot actress in the movie? Well, if a, a scary movie full of naked old guys. <laughs> what was that, the lemonade picture or whatever? Yeah, Lemon Party. <laughs> yeah, Lemon Party. <laughs> lemon Party, but spooky. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would get me the softest for sure. Arda, yeah. do you know the Lemon Party? I do not. <laughs> I didn't know either until this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah no. I because they named off a or when maybe when I looked it up they're like, if you haven't seen Tub Girl or whatever, oh it god, is, two girls one cup, yep, or Lemon Party. Lemon I was just like, I've seen the other ones. I haven't blue, seen Lemon Party. Blue Waffle. Oh yeah, Blue Waffle. Oh, there's a ton of them. It's all terrible. Well, if you want to see some old gay men. Getting down, that gets me the softest for sure. Old gay men, old gay men, yeah. Doesn't make you curious at all. 
I mean, as if they're clothed, then you know it could be funny. Oh, okay, yeah. Like they're 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 always like funny and like catty to each other. Like that's cool. Yeah, Sir but, Ian, Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, yeah. He's the cattiest old gay. <laughs> but um, you know, as soon as you take the clothes off, I'm just you know as as soft as a pillow. Gandalf disrobes. Oh. <laughs> as he pulls out his wand, just me Gandalf the. But what if it's like really big? I mean, <laughs> I'd be impressed, you know, unless it's like m- there's something medically wrong with it and it's like too big. Yeah. Thou shall not pass. Yeah. Somebody said that about Willem Dafoe's dick. What some director, like he did a nude scene. Oh, yeah. He has a big dick. Yeah. Well, the director said like it He's like it was offensively big <laughs> to the point where like there's something wrong with him. Yeah. <laughs> like he was concerned for him. Like yeah, that's another level. You see that dick swinging in Antichrist in that movie. Really? Yeah, I don't know if... He's probably been new to another movie, too, but I know from yeah. Antichrist. God. You know. It looks like the type with the creepy-ass face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how n- neither of you guys went to pain. It says something about you. Oh, uh, no. I mean, that gets me hard <laughs> as a r- fucking diamond. Pain for pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Pain for pleasure. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. I just got a new podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> industrial music playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I mean, pain. Yeah. I mean, if I had like a broken bone, you know, I'd probably be pretty soft. Like if I broke my leg and like the nurses had to cut off my pants, I'd be like, just leave them on. Like, <laughs> like, See, we'll I think get to the would, hospital soon enough. I think it would, it's fine. It's like if I break my leg and that's less blood flowing there, it's going to be more blood flowing somewhere else. So I'm fully like, you know, <laughs> it's true. Leg. Gorge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this, this artery's pinched and it's all going to my dick. Like uh, they're going to be like, well, we need to like do stuff to your leg to fix it. And I was like, well, you got to get past <laughs> the obstacle first. <laughs> Fucking break my other leg. I'm going super saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> Three episodes later, still growing. <laughs> He's reached level nine thousand. Just Vegeta's in the corner. <laughs> Kakarot. <laughs> yeah, that's... Kakarot. Hey, no, no making fun of. So, no, it was, no, I thought that was his name. <laughs> thought that was his name. <laughs> Kakarot. Kakarot? Vagina? Vegeta. Vegeta. Piccolo. Vegeta. P- pickle dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking these on the fly. Uh, well, RJ, this week. Mr. Popo's Mr. Pee Pee. <laughs> you can try to figure out how to get your dick the softest. Yeah. Report back to me. Let me know. Okay. Could be, uh, could be a dangerous path ahead. Oh. Yeah. You could think that it's going to get it soft. And mm-hmm. Well, honestly. <laughs> Suddenly, oh, RJ found a new thing he likes. <laughs> cats. <laughs> Damn it. Now I'm into cats. <laughs> uh, who would have thought? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this is episode 71. Or maybe it's, I think it might be 72, actually. Wait, yeah. what? I mean, what makes what makes you just soft as a cloud? Or are we saving this for another time? Uh, Precipitation. Cold water? Cold water, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Um, like drinking cold water? 
No. It just does it for me. No, like if I was in a ice bath, maybe. Oh, fuck. I see those videos of those, like, <laughs> like the 20-minute ice baths. I'm like, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Frostbite. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Um, yeah, so this is episode 72 of the podcast. Uh, this is my mix, simply titled Q and the Boys. The Boys. Um, all about Schoolboy Q this episode. Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q. Um, what was I for? Q stands for QAnon, right? Yes. Okay, good. And the boys are Trump's in there. Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, yeah, the bands. The uh, guy from 4chan. Alex Jones? Mm, not anymore. <laughs> oh, he disowned the boys? Yeah, he's cool now. Yeah, oh. <laughs> he's okay now. He was on the Red Scare podcast, which is super <laughs> communist. So he's cool now. That's funny. Was yeah. he cool with them? I didn't. I, they just had a trailer out. They oh. haven't released it yet. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but they went to a gun range with him. Ah, oh, sick. Which is just silly nonsense. <laughs> um, yeah, but I wanted to make this mix for a couple of reasons. One was because I feel like this style of hip-hop has been upper, underrepresented on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then also I feel like, I don't know about you guys, uh, I've listened to a lot of the Southern California hip-hop dudes uh, and the guys that are still going. Occasionally you still get like a Nate Dog feature on someone's album. Uh, but really, listening to all of them, Schoolboy Q for me is like the best modern representation of gangster rap. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, certainly unique, mm-hmm. and uh, he he's kind of like reminds me of like the ASAP guys. Mm-hmm. Like has like a signature style to like the beats and his flows and whatnot. And uh, yeah, he's not for everybody either. Yeah. You know, like he he could be huge because he's so unique and he's great at what he does, but he seems to be kind of divisive with mm. uh with the people that like his music or yeah. like like that kind of music. Yeah, and I wanted to make sure to show like I picked five different his five different albums essentially that he has um to put five different songs on to also show like he's very different on all of them too. Yeah, Even some of these songs, I would say, like, clustered together. Maybe, like, one and two sound similar. Three and four might sound similar. But, like, for me, like, all of his albums, he, like, continues to change. But there's, like, mm-hmm. this, like, uh, there's this aspect of him that just sounds like a modern G-Funk. And I can't tell you what it is. I can't tell you it's the beats because the beats change. Yeah. Like, crazy on some albums. Yeah. Like, it's not his rhyming schemes, but like no. there's just something about him that just like screams Southern California. I I, I might know some of it, mm-hmm. but not on all the songs. But I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I figured out little parts of it that I'm like, oh, that's where that's from. Oh, just because you said it last week, you were talking about like West Coast influences, and yeah. I started listening to this mix with that in mind. Oh, nice. And kind of picking things out. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So for favorite song and all that kind of stuff for Devin, I guess that your favorite song would be two. Your least favorite would be five. And we're going to switch this up. What? 
Wait, it's, you cut out real quick. What'd you say? Oh, am I still going? Yeah, you're good. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> my favorite song's two. Two. Okay. Least favorite is five. Okay. And then instead of favorite artists, I want you to think about your favorite feature. Yeah. Do you have one? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna guess it's one for you. Oh, okay. Okay. RJ, I'm hoping you surprise me. Okay? okay. I'm hoping I get some surprises from you on this mix. That's what I'm hoping for. And I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say your favorite song is three. Okay? Okay. Your least favorite is four. And can you think of your favorite feature? Yeah, that's what I did. Oh, okay. Your favorite feature is one. You guys are both one. Both one. Yeah. Both one. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. So let's get into Schoolboy. We got Quincy Matthew Hanley, better known as Schoolboy Q. Should have just gone by that name. <laughs> Quincy? Yeah, Quincy yeah. Hanley. <laughs> uh, American rapper from South, South Central Los Angeles, California. He's not technically from California, but he is. He is Ooh. born in Germany. And then when he was, like, first born, he was, like, on an army base. And then, like, he went to Texas for, like, a year or two. And then since, like, he's been, like, three, he's been in Southern California. Well, I was going to say I was picking up on strong German vibes. (laughs) I think this is the same story for J. Cole, too. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, In 2009, Hanley signed to Carson-based independent record label Top Dog Entertainment. And in late 2011, secured a recording track or contract with major label Interscope Records. Uh, Hanley uh, is also a member of the hip-hop supergroup Black Hippie, alongside label mates and fellow California-based rappers Absol, J-Rock, and Joe Kamar. Uh, in 2008, Hanley uh, released his first full-length project, a mixtape titled Schoolboy, turned Hustler. He later released a follow-up in 2009 titled Gangsta and Soul. He then returned in 2011 with his first independent album titled Setbacks, which we'll get into later. Uh, Growing up on Hoover Street, Hanley joined the 52 Hoover Gangster Crips. I was a gangbanging at 12. I was a Hoover Crip. My homies were doing it, and I wanted to do it. I can't really explain that. (laughs) I just want to do hood rat stuff with my friends. (laughs) I get it. I see the video. Uh, I didn't get into it with another hood or anything like that. I was just following the leader. Before turning to music, Hanley became a drug dealer selling Oxycontin. And for a short time, crack cocaine and marijuana. In 2007, he was arrested for home invasion and sent to jail for six months, half of which he finished on house arrest. Um, Schoolboy Q cites rappers Nas, 50 Cent, Jay-Z, Notorious B.I.G., Corrupt, and Tupac as artists who influenced him. But Biggie, Nas, and 50 Cent are my biggest influences. He claims that Nas is his favorite rapper of all time. In several interviews, Schoolboy Q has stated that 50 Cent is the biggest reason he started to take rapping and music career seriously, even going as far as saying 50 Cent probably saved his life. He also stated the person he looks up to the most is hip-hop mogul Sean Diddy Combs. (sighs) <sighs> He's going downhill right now. End it. Just end it now. Yeah. I love it when like people talk about their biggest influences and you're like, I don't hear that at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do the candy shop. Yeah. Well, it's like Nas and Jay-Z. It's like, oh, what do you, 
What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just imagine, like, you know, like. An Iron Maiden. Yeah. <laughs> biggest influence, Iron Maiden. What? It's like somebody coming out, like an artist, like, you know, that's like a hardcore band, be like, oh, my influences are going to be like Creed and like, you know, Nickelback and like Avenged Sevenfold. And you're like, no, none of those. Don't pick yeah. any of those. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> I, Take I do that think, all back. Uh, to be fair, I think it's different with rap because. Yeah. A lot of these guys, when they say they're in, like, if he's saying he's influenced by 50 Cent, I don't think that necessarily means musically or stylistically. I think that could mean the business aspect of it, too, because yeah, 50 sure. Cent did more for the rap industry in the 2000s than anyone I know. Like, <laughs> I mean, no of. <laughs> like, he did more than RJ did. RJ wasn't doing shit for the rap game in the 2000s. That's true. I bought M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> M&M. Didn't download them for free. I bought them. Yeah. <laughs> But he was, like, he's notorious for being, like, a good businessman in that sense and kind of, like, I, like, I think we only had a select few um, rappers that were, that had staying power from, like, the 90s. And then 50 Cent kind of changed that. And there's been more um, more people that stick around and make, like, a career out of it rather than just being kind of one-hit wonders, mm. I guess. You know? Yeah. That's why I've got so much Wayne, bro. Yes. Yeah. Like, a good example. Yeah. Wayne's been around since the nineties and he's literally like continue to adapt and evolve. Like yeah. I, he's been around, I want to say just as long as Eminem. I think they were like right around the same times, like 96, 97. So it's pretty hmm. crazy. Hmm. But one of them is a little bit more relevant than the other. Yeah. Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> so relevant. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's get into the first track here. Um, I wanted to start it off with a banger just because I was feeling dirty and grimy and I just wanted like something fun to listen to. Honestly, I made this mix really quickly uh, just because I had been listening to a lot of Schoolboy Q and I was like, oh, I'll just make it with Schoolboy Q featuring all the California guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, honestly, if you listen to all the California guys, like Kendrick doesn't do a lot of, like he doesn't have a lot of features on his songs. Like, if you look at Mad City, like, he's got Dr. Dre, he's got Drake, he's got J-Rock, he's got one other in there, I can't remember who it is. But then you look at the next two albums, and he's got, like, no one. Uh, Yeah, I can't think of anyone on, like, To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, He's got, um, crap, I forgot the person's name. He's He's a Southern California singer, and he gets a feature. But he, but he doesn't, like have a lot of features of other hip-hop guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even on Damn? Was there even one on Damn? Oh, there was uh, Zachary? Yes, Zachary. That's Zachary was on one. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just like a singer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. And you look at Absol. uh, J-Rock has a lot of features, but he, I would say his uh, style lent itself a little bit more to like being able to have East Coast people on there. And then Absol is just like all over the place. He just has whatever the fuck on there. Yeah. yeah. But Schoolboy, I feel like his features on his albums, um, he does the most collaboration actually with the Southern California guys. Um including like I don't think any of the T D E people, maybe no, I Isaiah Rashad might but I think Schoolboy is the only one that has a feature on a Freddie Gibbs song. Oh, even though Freddie Gibbs has been around for a long time, 
Tyler has a feature on a Freddie Gibbs song, but I don't think Freddie Gibbs has a feature on a Tyler song. Yeah. Schoolboy has a feature on a Freddie song. Huh. But, like, because he's a Chicago guy, but he's been in L.A. for so long now. But, like, I don't know if any of the L.A. rappers, like, uh, like him. <laughs> uh, who, a uh, Freddie Gibbs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't Well, he's Gary, Indiana, right? So it's like, yeah. I don't know if that's the part that he's that he came up in or if that's just where he was born. But it's like, there's no music scene there. So It's just outside of Chicago. I think he claimed Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So. so it's kind of like isolated, and his style does not fit with any of the Chicago rappers. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I don't know. He seems like he could be just an East Coast rapper. Yeah, but on know? but on the other side, like Alchemist, he's a Southern California guy, and he works with Freddie a ton. But yeah. you don't see Alchemist putting out a Kendrick record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, which would be so fucking cool yeah i would love it yeah so like i don't know what the politics is there with these guys but like i like yeah. that schoolboy works with a lot of them and like i really like schoolboys feature and i think it's called gang signs on that song for with that freddie has like it's one of my favorite songs that he he's made mm-hmm. so yeah it's a good song i hear that um all right so yeah i want to start off with a banger this is a big song um call it greens by schoolboy q featuring kendrick lamar track number three off of Oxymoron. Uh, coming in on a hot four minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, Long one. Yeah. Long for a rap song. Yeah, that's what's interesting about him in general is, like, he does a really good job of, like, I feel like a lot of his songs could be three minutes, but I don't get bored of him recycling the beat. Well, that's the thing. Like, this one is five minutes, and there's another one on here that I think is sub three minutes. And I can't tell the difference between them when I'm listening to them. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, like it doesn't sound like a five minute song. No. <laughs> and, you know, the, the other one doesn't sound like a sub three minute song. Right. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> like music, I feel like, is getting to a point with like all these uh, SoundCloud people coming out and like the Lil Nas X's where it's just going to be like a short sound clip for TikTok. And that's mm. going to be the song, you know. That's interesting. Because like up until. You know, a couple of years ago, the only Billie Eilish song I knew was that little part from Bad Guy. Mm-hmm. And that's all anybody really, I mean, people that listen to her, listen to her. But everybody that was aware of Billie Eilish that didn't listen to her just knew that. Like, you just know that little clip from TikToks and Instagram videos. Like, that's all that seems like it's is going to matter. And the amount of people that are coming from TikTok to these artist platforms is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I found this one band, The Backseat Lovers, just randomly on YouTube once, and I love the song, and every comment was like, like if you're here from TikTok. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you like this whole song? I'm like, no, you, they don't have the whole song on TikTok. They have yeah. a little part of it. <laughs> like, yeah. It is crazy that I'll see, like, a video on Insta- on Reels or whatever, because I'm not on TikTok, and, like... I can tell you the song. I don't know who's made it. I've never listened to the full version of the song. Yeah. I will never listen to the full version of the song, but I've seen the song recycled so many times. That's like, oh, yeah, that's that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then some people like seek it out, but like Little Nas X, I, most of his songs I think are like less than two minutes. Yeah. Like they're, sh- I mean, I don't know about his new album, but songs he came out with before 
were like less than two minutes long. It's like, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need because you're going to th- slap it on a video and that's how people are going to know you and then your presence is going to be enough for you to make money. Do you think that Lil Nas X at eventually – it's really hard to say this. Like, Do you think he's going to be considered a parody artist? Yeah. <laughs> he he already is but he's being taken it's like if people took weird al seriously you know they're like yeah i mean i get it like you know he does parody songs but like he's really artistic <laughs> he plays that accordion really well and he's making a statement with it God, i, I never want to meet the person that's like yeah i listen to weird al in my car all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> When I'm driving to the store, I listen to Weird Al. <laughs> Y-O-D-A, Yoda. <laughs> yeah. He he already is a parody artist, like, in in that way. Like, he doesn't do parody songs, obviously, but he's... I think he's trying to become serious. It's kind of like the Little Dicky thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. trying to make serious music, but he comes from a joke of himself, you know? Which never was acknowledged as a joke. He's like Hmm? super talented, though. Lil Nas X? No. Lil Lil (laughs) Dicky. Yes. Yeah. See, that's the thing. And like, he'll make the joke songs, and it's like, I can't listen to this whole album because it's all like jokes and happy ha-has, you know? I just want to hear like a good hip-hop album from him, but I don't know if he can cross that line successfully. Mm -hmm. Like commercially successfully. And Lil Nas X is only popular because of the Old Town Road song. And like that's really it. I don't think people are really like caring about his other songs that much. You know, not as much as Old Town Road and that right, was a parody yeah. song basically. Crap, what's the other word for those songs that are made? Um, uh, memes come to life. Uh well like when like the Pac-Man song. Pac-Man song? Yeah, there's in the '80s. There's a Pac-Man song that was made. I forgot what the word is called for those. Pinball songs. Wizard. Because it's not called. <laughs> it's not, they're not called parody songs. They're, there's yeah. like a, a word for those type of songs that were made. Crap, what um, the fuck is it called? Like that, Monster Mash is one of those songs. Yes. You know, I kind of feel like. Oh, it's a graveyard. Smash. Tiptoe through the tulips by Tiny Tim. Yeah, like that's yeah. like a like a gimmick type it's song. A novelty. Like, novelty. Yes. Novelty song. Yeah. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Yep. Novelty. Now, RJ, do you think that Hi My Name Is is a novelty song? Ooh, good question. No, he has a lot of those songs just to, to sell. Like, a lot of his albums were like, I think that song My Name Is was like Dr. Dre's, like, your album's kind of dark. Make a hit. And he's like, but All right, I'm not talking about is- a hit. I'm not talking about a pop song or a hit. I'm talking about a novelty song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know think if of, that means. Think of, yeah, sure. Okay, think of any other song in musical history that is regarded as like a like a good like well-written song that is basically just an introduction to the person's name <laughs> well, yeah you know my like, name is the beatles first set like, like song came out the fucking monkeys had hey hey where the monkeys is <laughs> yeah. the fucking monkey around <laughs> that's a novelty like, song that's yeah. a novelty song and that's my name is <laughs> The yeah. way you phrased it, I never thought. But like that song essentially could be the theme song to a TV show. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just introducing this is the life of Slim Shady. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it could be yeah, like everybody hates Chris. Like, yeah, <laughs> one of those type of shows. <laughs> yeah, it is. It might be a novelty song, RJ. <laughs> might be. I think and it is. I'll well, look at all his other ones. The real some shady. They're all based on his name. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, that is a popular thing in rap in, like, the 70s and 80s when it was coming out. You yeah. know, like, Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight was basically all of the people just like, this is my name, and this is what <laughs> I do, and this is how I rap, and I don't like you. you know, like, <laughs> it was just them talking about their names and how they like ladies in hotels. Yeah. There's no Kendrick, by the way. Devin, you need to work on that. <laughs> I got bars. <laughs> All right, you want me to do a hot 16 right here? (laughs) Sway in the morning. Drop that beat. (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing. Dev Trick Loren. (laughs) Oh, Loren. I like that. I might just be Loren. You should just be Birdman. (laughs) Birdman Loren. Sounds like a sports car. All right, but this on collard greens. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. It was released June thirteenth. Lead single from Oxymoron from twenty fourteen. Uh, it was produced by the team at Top Dog. Um, features Kendrick Lamar. Um, let's see here. Schoolboy Q spoke to MTV about the song, saying, "This is like the introduction to the album. This is just getting people excited and getting people ready for what's about to happen." The song's theme is based around smoking marijuana even though the featured artist Lamar does not smoke. Hmm. Um, During the process of Lamar writing his verse, he spoke to a Peruvian man who worked at Interscope Studios, and they came up with a few bars in the Spanish language. (laughs) Yo soy, mi amo, mi amo Kendrick. (laughs) (laughs) That he included in his verse, along with a few in French. Q admitted to MTV that he didn't understand Lamar's verse and that he had no idea he was going to include multilingual verse in the song. <laughs> now, other than me uh, wanting to, like, this is just a really good song, again, I wanted to show off the Kendrick Lamar. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, again, this is a feature. Where, as far as I've listened to the Kendrick features out there, he only does this once. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. on the Schoolboy Q song. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The now trilingual Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I get so stoked every time he goes oh, into yeah. Spanish. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I forgot what he said, but I, I understood it. And I'm like, oh, Espanol. Yeah. Like, that's the limits of my Spanish, is what yeah. he, whatever he said. I'm like, those, I get those words. Yeah. See <laughs> you, sí, compa. Uh, not a lot of Hispanic hip hop guys out there just, that are yeah. like, huge. Immortal but... technique. Yeah. What about like Pitbull? Is he a rapper, you think? I don't know what he is. <laughs> Rosa, Mente Rosa. That's a rap. Reggaeton guys, because he has a reggaeton bass, right? Like, he's he's a reggaeton guy. So I don't yeah. know if reggaeton guys are considered hip-hop guys. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. They the age-old question. The same... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since the dawn of time, men yeah. has been asking the question, <laughs> are reggaeton guys hip-hop guys? Yeah, because they just use the same beat over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but let's RJ talk to me. Talk to me about collard green. Talk to me about your emotions listening to this for the first time. I've heard the song before, uh, but I I did enjoy the song. I was happy that it was on here. I had to look up the lyrics because I did not understand what he said. I guess the translation of it 
is something as come here with that ass, baby girl. You want to play with my nuts? Your man irritates me, but he can suck his own dick. That Hell fucking yeah. idiot. Hell yeah. I, I heard the chupa, chupa tu verga. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, that's what he's saying. I literally showed this to one of my coworkers at work, and then he like read the lyrics, and he looks at me, and he goes, no bueno, senor. I was like, it's, it's not good lyrics. He's like, no, no bueno at all. <laughs> no cataloco. He's muy malo. <laughs> he looked at me like, those are not good lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a demon or something. Yeah. Adios mios. <laughs> he grabs the cross. Adios mios, Randall. No, no, no. El diablo. <laughs> but uh, I, I enjoy this one. I, I like the flow of it. Kendrick does a phenomenal job uh, yeah. on the song. Uh, I think just everything all together. I like the beat. I like both of them together. They both had great parts on there. Uh, it was a great intro. I, I was psyched every time I played it. I don't even know what this beat is. I don't know what it is. Call the greens. It's kind of. It's like very. It just. It's like tribal. It brings me in. It sucks yeah. And I was like, yeah. How'd your uh, you'll you'll have to tell us which uh, song bumped the hardest in the Civic. I actually had myself down because I haven't been feeling well. Oh. I turned them all mm. down this week. Oh, he's in sicko mode. <laughs> so I haven't. You go home. you go sicko mode. Yeah. So I've only listened to this mix <laughs> like three times, and I jump like the, juice the, the, the seventy thousand times I usually listen to things. But uh, it's... man, you gotta go to Astro World, man. You in sicko mode? <laughs> she. Devin, how'd you feel towards the song? <laughs> um, I, I like the song. I've heard this this album. I've heard uh, all the way through, and then I think one of the other ones I've heard like pieces of mm-hmm. one of the other albums. But a lot of the other songs were like new to me. Um, yeah, I like this song, and I've never like tried to like focus on listening to it, like on different parts of it. Mm. Um, and I like it even more after doing that. Yeah, like. His the production part, is bizarre. It's yeah. really great. That's what I was gonna say. His like, it's a very that dun 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 dun. That's a very signature, like schoolboy Q type thing. ASAP Ferg does something similar where mm. it's like, uh, it's kind of like atonal melodies. Like it shouldn't be a melody. Like if it was in a pop song, it would not work. Yeah, you know. Whereas like. For example, like the fifth, the fifth song in this, the melody for that, you know, is a good singing melody. But right. like, he uses these very like atonal, like dissonant sounds, kind of, and uses them well. Um, my favorite part with the Kendrick thing is how that the beat just like drops off, like the 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 clicks, like on the snare drop off. Oh yeah, and it just goes like to the backbeat, and it's just like. Like just cuts out to let Kendrick do his fucking thing, and then that like opens it up for him to just kind of like dance all over the the beat, really. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. That's what like Kendrick. I mean, he doesn't need it because he can do that to anything. Yeah, but it really like lends to Kendrick's verses whenever they do stuff like that, like do a little slow breakdown type thing. Like doesn't have to be that full stop, but. Just kind of cut it away and let him, like, let his voice be the instrument, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I like that they had, like, he had the foresight to do that. And just the sounds in the background are 
awesome. Like it's yeah. layered really well. Like there's a lot of pieces, a lot of moving pieces in the beat itself. And a lot of times when Kendrick's like on the track, you don't focus on, you know, the, the main artist, but like schoolboy Q's lyrics and his flow are fucking great. Like I, I got no problems with it. Yeah. You know, what if I were to tell you that there's a Ferg song featuring schoolboy Q? Oh, is it Shabba? No, he's not on Shabba. Uh, the song is called Let It Bang. It's fucking oh. sick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it okay. works so well. Like, the beat I'm curious of it. if it sounds like... Yes. It works so uh, good. They are so similar when you yeah. hear them back to back. Yeah. Like ASAP Ferg has a little bit of like the, I don't know if it's just it's, like Jamaican wildness or something in his yeah, voice. Yeah, he's a little bit more East Coast. There's something yeah. about him. I don't know where he's from, but it feels a little bit more East Coast. But like yeah. they work so well together. They both use that similar like rhyming scheme where there's just every fucking bar lines up. You know, yeah. it's like all the same rhyme and it sounds so cool mm-hmm. when they do it, like with their voice. Yeah, I gotta hear that song. That beat <laughs> reminds me of a Tech Nine style beat. <laughs> yeah. But it if it works with that, which yeah. is hilarious. <sighs> yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I like his his whole like Schoolboy Q's like demeanor for the most part. There's sometimes for me when it doesn't work for him that mm. like the melody thing that he does just like this one is like borderline too. Like I like it. Yeah. But it gets stuck in my head almost in a bad way, you know? Right. Yeah. Like Holler Green's part. Yeah. But the verses like make up for it and just the beat itself makes up for it. Yeah. I think it's because of how the like just the change in the beat going from slow to fast. I think that's what makes it like if it didn't yeah. do that it'd be rough yeah especially for five minutes yeah yeah um all right let's move on here we got track number two on here we got ride out uh schoolboy q featuring ben staples off of blank face lp uh this is track number six off of that album four minutes and 47 seconds another long one uh blank face lp is the fourth studio album um it was released in 2016 through top dog entertainment uh, the album serves as a second release under a major record label to music retailers following Oxymoron. Uh, the album features guest appearances such as Kanye, Jadakiss, E-40, The Dog Pound, Miguel, Anderson Pack, among others. Ooh. There's a sick Anderson Pack song that features Schoolboy. Miguel, too. Yeah. Oh, I love Miguel. <laughs> Um, the production was handled by various high-profile uh, record producers, including Swiss Beats, Metro Boom, Southside, uh, The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Blank Face LP was preceded by a series of short films, which also served as a retrospective uh, corresponding music videos. Oh, like Taylor uh, Swift did. <laughs> uh, to further promote the album, Schoolboy Q embarked on a concert tour called the Groovy Tony Pit. 
stops. Groovy Tony Pit stops. <laughs> I don't know who Tony is, but he's cool. <laughs> uh, Blank Face received widespread uh, acclaim uh, and was number two on the U.S. Billboard 200. Pretty crazy. Damn. So, like, he's popular, but he's never in the conversation. Yeah. Like, number two. Yeah. Like, Collar Green, that song has like 300 million listens on Spotify. Damn. Like, it's fucking huge. Like, he has big albums. He's just yeah. never, like, talked about for some reason. Um, yeah. But, of course, I wanted uh, the Vince Staple feature that he has. This is, I think this is the only Vince Staple feature, uh, which I really like Vince Staples. He has some stuff that I don't care about and some stuff that I love. Um, I don't think that he changes his flow often. No. Uh, <laughs> um, when he said Ramona Park, I was like, oh, this is Summertime 06. <laughs> it's with a different beat. Okay. North North is like one yeah. of the best songs ever made. Northside Long Beach. <laughs> love that. Uh, I think his favorite, my favorite Vince album, it's not very long. It's the one with the goldfish on it. That one big, has a, Big Fish Theory, I think. Yes. Yeah. That one has like 745, and then it has a Kendrick feature on that album, um, which he's not uh, credited. He's just, just says Vince Staples. Um, but yeah, I really like Vince Staples. He's hit or miss for me. Um, I like him on this. He's not in it for very long. But I think I like him on this mostly because of the beat is really interesting. Um, I have nothing else to compare this beat to because uh, it's not like I want to say the beat's really hard, but at the same time, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the beat is. It's it's confusing and then it works. Yeah. You know? <laughs> But th- I feel like this is an example of what I was saying about how his like sometimes it sometimes it hits for Schoolboy Q and his like atonal weird melody thing, and then there's times like this where I I do not like this melody at all. Oh really? Like it rubs me the wrong way. Oh interesting. Yeah, but then like the verses like really save it. Yeah, you know like and Schoolboy Q's verses save it right away, which usually I you know. He wouldn't catch my attention that much, but I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. Gets back into the chorus. I'm like, oh, get rid of that hook. Yeah. <laughs> good. And then Vince Staples comes in. I'm like, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds to me like an engine revving. Yes. It's like, it's, there's something industrial about it. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, RJ, how do you feel towards the song? Uh, kind of the same thing said. The beat, I wasn't 100% on it. The chorus was like, ah, right out. I was like, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Ludacris could have been behind. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. And uh, it's it's there. it was all right. Um, I do appreciate because it does show like Schoolboy Q and the different kind of styles that he kind of has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have that much... Uh, experience with Vince Staples. I've heard some of his songs and I'm intrigued by him to see more stuff by him, but uh I don't know, like you know. It it was an all right song. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the Goldfish one, that record is the only one that I like basically the whole thing of. Uh but mm. every other record of his I have to like cherry pick a couple of songs out of it, which is a bummer because I really like him. Like I like the way he sounds. 
I like his yeah, flow I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I just need to listen to more and see if it is actually something I like. Yeah. He always talks about Ramona Park, RJ. So. Love Ramona Park. <laughs> no <laughs> idea where the fuck that is. Yeah. Guessing's in Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> I spent some time in North Northside Long Beach. It's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. I, um, Summertime 06 is my favorite Vince Staples album. Like front That's to the back. black and gold one, right? Yeah, black and white with like waves on the front. But this oh, verse, yeah, right. this verse, or it's after this chorus. I couldn't find it exactly, but. Wait, hold on. Trying to cue this up. I just wanna live it up. Can the motherfucker breathe? Life ain't always what it seems, so please just lift me up, 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 lift me up. We love our neighborhood, so all my brothers bang the hood. I never vote for presidents. The presidents that changed the hood is dead and green. We're standing on this mezzanine and perish friends. Finna spares, cause most my homies never finna get this chance. All these white folks shitting. I just yeah. love that, like, he that works. verse. It's crazy listening to that. Like, this beat on this song right out sounds like a Vince Staples beat. Yeah, it's grimy like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he does some of that, and then some of the other stuff is just more standard on his, like, on his maybe later. I don't even know what Yeah, on there. FM for sure, but not on Big Fish yeah. Theory. That thing is fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Um, what's this? Uh, Kendrick is on Yeah, Right, and that song is, boy, yeah, right, yeah. It's so weird, that beat. I don't know if you've heard that song. I, uh, I've scanned through that album and haven't, like, gotten into it yet. But like I fell in love with that Summertime 06 album a while ago and then had an idea of what he sounded like. And I was like, ooh, new Vince Staples. Did totally different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this yet. So. Yeah. Listen to this fucking beat. Boy, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Boy, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah, right, This is a Devin's beat. It's like Flying Lotus with like yeah. Again, it's got that Kanye's fucking something era. Forgot which album it was. Beautiful Dark (sighs) might be that one. There's one right after Death Grips came out that Kanye started doing kind of Death Grips a little bit, and uh, he would be very mad if you said that. (laughs) I know. Unless he hadn't heard Death Grips, and then like you play it for him, you're like, "This he's this is fucking genius." <laughs> He'll be like, "Oh, he heard my album." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. He'd be like, "Oh, no, I, this was out before." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "No, I put them up. I I made Death Grips." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am Stefan. <laughs> I signed them. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's no Zach Hill. I play drums for them. <laughs> So fucking sick. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Druggies with Hoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, featuring Absol off of Setback. It's track number six off that album, three minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, Setbacks is the debut studio album from him, uh, released in 2011. Um, Top Dog got a bunch of features on there. 
Uh, Schoolboy titled it Setbacks due to the limitations he experienced and endured before releasing the album. Um, After the release of Setbacks, the album reached number 100 on the U.S. Billboard 200. Not bad for a debut album. Yeah. Uh, In 2012, in an interview with Complex, uh, Schoolboy Q spoke on the concept behind Setbacks. Uh, The concept behind Setbacks was to talk about all the shit that's the reason why I can't rap. The reason I can't accomplish what I want to accomplish is because I'm doing all this dumb shit. I put it all together on the album like druggies with hoes. I'm out here drugging, and I'm not even trying to fuck with hoes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Nose to the grindstone. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. (laughs) Not the pussy straps. (laughs) Um, I fucking love this song. I really listening to it. I was, re- I, RJ. I hope you like this song. <laughs> uh, talk to me, RJ. Talk to me about this song. So this song, uh, okay. So he does this little thing where he goes into the rhyme scheme of a just. I don't remember the exact words, but it's like I got the head on the toupee, and it's. <laughs> I, I was. Soupe, I, I was a irritated by that. <laughs> The rest of the song was phenomenal. I just Ooh. wish they changed that. I love the beat. The beat's so. I love the beat. I love like I love everything else they do, except I wish he didn't have those like you know eight bars in there. <laughs> I, I, I was, was going to say it. that's like the schoolboy Q signature rhyme scheme. And I was yeah. like, you take <laughs> that like out, thing. change it, and I'm fine. I would have loved yeah. this song, but I was just like, it's that one little part that it's just like, ah, we're toupee and two-day, and then throw yeah. RJ <laughs> is gay. I've heard, oh, I've that's heard this, why. I've heard this rhyme scheme. That's why. You all battle, my life. You battle rap somebody, and they said that. And literally. I got my toupee in school today, and, and you always, RJ's They always gay. emphasize the A part, and I'm just yeah. like, all right, I've heard this. I've heard this since I was little. Come on. you got to think of a different rhyme scheme. Game. Come on, be Kanye. <laughs> yeah, talk about someone stole a sandwich out of the fridge. Somebody stole a sandwich out of the fridge, slept a bitch. <laughs> what? No, but I, I did like the song. It's just that was that little couple lines. I'm like, all right, we're here and we're done. Cool, keep on going. Yeah, there's something, maybe Devin knows, like there's something about the beat to me that's like early 2000s. But yes. it's like hidden. <laughs> it's like masked somehow. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's it is fifty cent ish, <laughs> but also has like the it has tinges of the West Coast like slidey synths. You know, like mm. the uh, yeah. But it's tuned differently, so it's like whatever a different instrument, but same mentality, like same notes and stuff, and it sounds like. You know, like Let Me Ride era Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg stuff, mm-hmm. but masked over, you know, some like Southern style beat, you Ooh, know, like some yeah, Atlanta beat true. or some Houston beat or something like that. Yeah. Maybe it's Houston. Might be Houston. Like kind of that trill rap-ish stuff. But If you go more south, they just add more subs to it. So I think maybe Houston yeah. and stuff like that. would. Yeah, slowed yeah. and throwed. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... It's a cool beat. He like this is when I started noticing that he does a lot of that. Like that's a the key to a lot of his beats that keeps it like west west coast influenced, and no like that G funk influence is very subtle throughout, 
and he can do other stuff around it. So, mm. like, the previous song is an example. He can do that weird melody, but still have, like, G-Funk influences within that beat that makes you think, well, yeah, okay, I see, like, this is West Coast. There's something, like, funk-ish about it, but it sounds like an industrial, you know, like, car starting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, he just he layers the beats very well, is what I think. Yeah. And, yeah, I I like his rhyme schemes. Did but, you like that song? Yeah, I like the song. Ooh, it's a nice. good one. I was a little worried about that song with you. Um, I, I didn't know if it was going to be too, like, two thousands sounding. It it was because it's off his first sounding. record, so he sounds yeah. different on it. Yeah, but I I like that it had like I liked Absol's part in it, and it was very Absol. But I feel like Schoolboy Q was more Absol than Absol for a little bit. Yeah, I agree. You know. Like, maybe Absol just got some of his stuff from the way Schoolboy Q does it. But hmm. I do like, I figured out what I like about Absol is, like, you know the uh, the movie Whiplash? Mm-hmm. When, like, he's playing that drum beat and he's like, are, like, are you rushing or dragging? You know, and he, like, can barely tell the difference. And, like, you can hear, like, the dragging. It's, like, on the end of the bar. Mm-hmm. And that's what Absol does. He He rides the end of that bar with the lyrics where he just really drags it out and almost like you th- you feel like it's going to go in like bleed into the next one and he's going to be off rhythm but then catches back up with it. It's like kind of like a sloppy style but sounds so like calculated and poetic when he does it. Yeah. Um I noticed it on this one and this isn't the best example of it but mm-hmm. you know anything on like do what thou wilt you're like, "Oh yeah, that's what he's doing. That's what I like about him." Interesting. Yeah. That's cool though. But yeah, I'd like Schoolboy Q on this one too. I liked his eight bars or whatever they were that RJ did not like. <laughs> Boo. Boo. It gets some extra flavor in the song. It you're does. To, it it, it does spice it up. Do something that stands out. It just, yeah, but I don't like spicy food, so I, I skip out on that. Give him diarrhea. Yeah, you don't like Thai food? I, I do the, the mild. Yeah. He just gets salty noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I like noodles. Yeah. <laughs> Get the salty noodles, please. <laughs> Um, all right, so moving on from druggies with hoes. Oh, by the way, my favorite that ha- that last song has my favorite chorus ever, which is marijuana hydro <laughs> pussy hoe ass titties marijuana hydro pussy hoe ass titties. It's got a point. Beautiful. <laughs> and the way that they chant it sounds two thousands. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that little bit could be in the hyphy song almost. If it had reggaeton in it yeah. and Lil John was marijuana hydro <laughs> pussy ass old titties. That, that's two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. So we got two raw. Uh this song features J Rock of Habits and Contradictions. Uh this is track number eighteen. I think it's the last track on the album. Four minutes and thirty eight seconds. Uh, Habits and Contradictions is the second album from Schoolboy. It was released in 2012 uh, through Top Dog. Uh, the album features guest appearances from Asa Rocky, uh, Dom Kennedy, another Southern California dude. It's pretty good. Uh, Currency's on there, which is pretty rare. Because um, I, I think Currency, he's from like... Wasn't he a South guy? Yeah, he's either like Georgia or like the Carolinas or something weird like mm. that. Wilmington. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, but he's for sure like a southern guy and works with Dom Kent. He's worked with Dom Kennedy before, 
but he really hasn't he was worked with Freddie Gibbs a bunch but he he's like in that other realm where like he doesn't really work with any of the other like LA guys hmm. uh, he works with a lot of East Coast people hmm. um, so uh, the production was handled by uh, The Alchemist Ooh. yeah pretty cool a couple of other people too Mike Will made it he's on there too um, Habits and Contradictions was named the fifth best album of 2012 by Complex. Uh, the album was listed 31st on Stereogum's list of top 50 albums of 2012. Uh, Pitchfork ranked it 25th on their top 50 albums of 2012. So pretty crazy that it spanned Damn. all of those. Because those are three different like Complex, Stereogum, and Pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three very different places. Yeah. yeah. Pitchfork is like for white people that like rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Complex white people don't even go into. <laughs> like it's too complex for me. <laughs> huh. um, yeah. I really like the song. Uh, I wanted to make sure J-Rock. I think J-Rock has one other feature on, I think on setbacks J-Rock is there. But like J-Rock... He's uh he's bizarre to me, RJ, because he has some stuff that I love, but the majority of it I don't give a fuck about, RJ. <laughs> I skimmed through some of his stuff and I was like, yeah, okay. He's got one of one of the like the song on his last full length, or maybe it's the one before that that Kendrick is on. Like Kendrick has a feature on one of his songs on that album, and like it's one of the best J Rock songs ever. But it ha- it's because Kendrick's on it. <laughs> yep. Um, and they go back. Like, I think J-Rock uh, put, like, I think J-Rock was already doing this stuff before Kendrick came along. And J-Rock kind of helped Kendrick get up. That hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, but J-Rock does have a song, a single that he came up with last year. Um, it is called uh, Own 2. And he features on a C.S. Armstrong song. C.S. Armstrong? Listen to this. Sounds like it could be a, like a Black Pumas remix. Yeah, I like it. He has a really short bar on there, and it's fantastic. It's really hmm. good. <laughs> but like, I wish he would do. It's almost like his voice. His voice sounds very West Coast. But I feel like he would maybe do better on like East Coast beats. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, J Rock. He's 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 a guy that like I guess you gotta like respect. But <laughs> so I I could give a fuck about don't most have of to. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. In my notes, I have like I still haven't found a reason to get into J Rock. Yeah, and the name is out there in everything that I listen to, but he's only good on features. Um, like I don't know what his deal is. And he, he's not even good on features most of the time. He just fills up space on <laughs> yeah. features. Like, his lyrics aren't good. I think this is... This might have been the other song. Uh, yeah, he has a lyric that just says, I'm on my shit because septic tanks. <laughs> uh, uh, like, that's It's just lazy. You know? And... That shit irritates me in in rhyme schemes. Like if it's part of a bigger thing, that like like if Kendrick's doing a verse and he's got like this whole theme for his like sixteen bars, and there's a line like that in there, I'll forgive it. But his is just like I fucking I sell drugs. I'm the shit. I'm on my shit because septic tank. You know, like <laughs> there's no reason for that. Figure out something better. Like it, it's just it seems lazy and like his. His voice, I'm trying to remember the guy that he reminds me of that just blends in, that I think uh, like was famous for giving a mixtape to Kanye. Um, hmm. RJ, do you know what I'm talking about? He's like a similar style. I want to say his name is Sean something. Not Sean P. Diddy Combs, but... Fuck. Big Sean. Sean. Big Sean. Yeah, it's Big, Big Sean. Big Sean, to me, blends in to generic rap guy like he can be like he could play like character very... he could be on like law and order you know as like <laughs> the rapper and they'd be like generic rapper singing generic rap song like that's j-rock <laughs> to me yeah that's big sean <laughs> yeah. yeah big sean yeah i mean for me he works in this song yeah. because the beat is kind of old it's kind of like it's like three in the sense that it feels like an older song. Yeah. That's like somewhat up to date. So like for me, cool he guitar. Wo- yeah. Oh yeah. Guitar is yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but like it, he works for me in the song. So, yes, that's the thing. Like he, he fills the space correctly in this one, but in then other places, it's just, he's filling a space. Yeah. And that's why I haven't been able to like take him seriously or want to hear anything by him. Cause everybody else that I hear like a verse from, like uh, like in Flatbush Zombies, there's a guy, Michi Darko, who has an interesting voice and an interesting rhyme scheme. And I feel like that would translate to interesting beats, too. So I hear other projects he's in. And I'm like, yeah, I like this other stuff, too. Yeah. But I hear J-Rock stuff, and I'm like, I, uh, there's nothing about him that makes me want to hear. Like, if he made a beat, it would just, it seems like it would be him on Fruity Loops. <laughs> just like, I, I put four four layers on this one. So it's a good song. It's a good song. <laughs> It's got really fast hi hats. <laughs> cool. cool. RJ, how would you feel towards the song? So I don't have much experience with J Rock. Like I looked up his other stuff, and I was like, yeah, okay, like nothing that stood out to me. Yeah. Um, this beat. Go with me here. Actually, I don't know if you'll take me on the journey. Go with me. Okay. Reminds me of a not Dr. Dre. But an Eminem beat from Recovery, like I'm not afraid. Where they just have the guitar come in and they kind of just play it, and it's just like his uplifting. Like this is for the Venom soundtrack. I'm Eminem, and it's one of those like generic just beats that I was just like Eminem could be on this beat. Hell yeah! 
And I was like, it's just one of those. So I was just like, I had nothing against it. I was like, it, it works. It's an M&M beat. Got it. Like, and that's kind of all I thought about it. But I know they're, they're both of their verses were fine. Um, didn't stand out. Like, you know, number three, I was just like, phenomenal song minus the eight, eight bars. But I was like, this one, I was just like, okay, you're there. You're a placeholder. Yeah. Um, uh, I was psyched about number three. This one was just like, all right, you're you're here. I don't hate you, but it, it worked. I, I was I was entertained by the Eminem beat. Yeah, I had to do some. Uh, I had to give up something to gain something. So, Absol and J Rock both have two features on t- on a feature on two separate albums. Mm-hmm. The uh, Absol feature on that album, J Rock has a feature on that album as well. And that song is better than this J-Rock song. But the Absol song that's yep. on this album isn't as good as the Absol song I chose. So it always works. Yeah. Yep. When in, like, in reality, it's like, yeah, you could put two songs from the same album. It doesn't yeah. matter. But for me, I'm the same way. Like, making a mixtape, I'm like, I don't want to have two of the same album. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I'm doing other songs, like, it's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I actually enjoy this song, like, and I think it does work. Like, I don't think it sucks. I I like it, but uh, so the beat reminds me of Ti mixed with ASAP Rocky. <laughs> yeah. So like Ti's like trillness, yeah. southernness in like the drum section, and then there's like some ASAP Rocky like dreaminess to the guitar mm-hmm. itself, and it sounds kind of like a sample of like a Hawaiian guitar that's modulated in a way i'm like that's interesting to me yeah and then the beat is like okay the beat's there and i'm not paying too much attention to it but yeah j-rock is like he's fine he's good in this he's, fine. he's, he's okay in this yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh all right let's get to last but not least we've got lies uh this song features ty dolla sign and yg uh this comes from crash talk it's track number six coming at two minutes and 51 seconds Um, I think out of all of his albums, this is probably my favorite one. Uh, This Mm. is the album that also has Num Num Juice on it, so I just love that song. (laughs) Uh, Crash Talk, fifth studio album, released in 2019 through Top Dog. Uh, Has guest appearances from Mr. Travis Scott. He's on there. Um, Our boy Six Lack. He's on there, too. Love Six Lack. (laughs) Uh, 21 Savage. Kid Cudi's on there. Little Baby's on there, too. Um, yeah <laughs> it's a great it's a really good album i really like it um i do think it's funny because like i obviously because i wasn't listening to hip-hop but i saw the trailer for the documentary that was released recently the kid cuddy documentary and like mm. i didn't know he was that popular <laughs> oh he's fucking huge because they were yeah. like Kid Cudi transcends like race and age, and they were like explaining yep. it, and I was just like, "What?" He's like, "I'm like, he's fine, but <laughs> I I don't like him. What are you talking honestly? about? <laughs> like, I don't like him, but I I should like him. That's the part that like keeps me interested in him. Like, there's some stuff that I do like. I like the stuff he did with Kanye, but like, it's yeah. just like I've said this before to you, Devin. Like, Sean Myers, he loves Kid Cudi and hates Chance the Rapper. And (laughs) there's something between those two guys that, like, I prefer Chance's music to Kid Cudi's music. I don't know why, but I do. (laughs) 
it's so weird. Like it's these weird preferences that we're finding out like through rap music of yeah, all things, right. you know, like there are those things where it's like, if you like one thing, you don't like the other, but it's never been like that with like green day and blink 182. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. Have um, you asked me? You like both of them. We were talking about Warning the other day, and you said it was one of your favorite Green Day albums. Yes, but... And it blew my fucking mind. All, all Blink albums, though, versus, like, one Green... Never mind, just... I just oh, just all Blink day. albums versus all Green Day albums? No, just... I just, just oh, no, you said American Idiot is your favorite. I loved. I, I, I enjoy that. Wake yeah. me up. But, but I enjoy all the Blink's, like, albums. So it's, like, as a whole, I like yeah. Blink better than Green Day, even though I, I have like one of yeah, their albums. but see, that's what I'm saying is, like, if somebody likes Chance the Rapper, they probably don't like Kid Cudi and vice versa. Like, that's... Like, they don't like them at all, you know? Like, yeah. and I feel the same way. I should <laughs> like Kid Cudi, I can't. I can't like him. I've given him a chance. I I don't know if I've heard the... chance? Well, I don't think I've given him... uh, (laughs) I haven't even heard the Kanye and the other one. Kids see ghosts. Yeah, I haven't haven't heard that. I've seen the cover, and I was like... "Eh." But I know a lot of people at my <laughs> the work. The cover turned you off. <laughs> like, like just, I was, I'm, I'm just, in the mood for some kid cutting. I'm like, oh, Kanye has a new album. I'm like, ah, what is this? That's too, not Kanye. Too many colors. Yeah. There's a lot of colors yeah. on it. <laughs> Looks like a Converge album cover. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> or just like a, a Dance Gavin Dance cover. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's too much for me today. Too many colors today. Yeah. But I, like a lot of people were like, "Oh, have you heard like the new Kid Cudi?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't think I've heard him." <laughs> and they're like, they played me a song, and I'm like, "Oh, I've heard this one yep. hit that he." I was the like, yeah. "Happiness one." And then I skimmed through his like one of his CDs, and I was like, "Nah, bored, 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 bored." I don't think I yeah. like him. It's like it's too spacey. His songs. Yeah. There's like there's not a lot, not enough happening for me production wise. Yes. Yeah. The lonely stoner likes to free his mind at night. You know. It's what he does. It's his name. It's, it's his motto. Uh, but all right. So Crash Talk, it debuted at number three on the U.S. Billboard, Billboard 200 charts. So Damn. pretty big album. I don't uh, even know about this one. Oxymoron is the only one that I'm like aware of mm. being popular. Mm. So it's interesting. Yeah. It seems like every one of his albums are like popular when they come out. Damn. Well, that's pretty crazy. I wonder if it's because of the features or because of him. I think it's because people are... Like I said, like Sean Myers, he's not interested uh what Kendrick's going to do next. He's very interested in what Schoolboy does next. So there's just a lot of, like, uh. Schoolboy, because of his beats and because of his range, he just, like, captures that whole other, maybe the older 2000s generation, you know? Yeah. Where Kendrick, I don't even know the Kendrick audience. Yeah. Uh, maybe if, how does he feel about Damn? Compared to the other Kendrick stuff, did that catch his attention? That's the album that he likes the most. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's the same for a lot of people whose musical opinions I don't align with. Like, Yeah, right. But I love that album. But I also point to like to Pimp Butterfly. And I'm like, you're not going to like this. And I know you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. But I love this one. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah weird. How does uh, he feel about Absol? I think he's, I don't think he's taken, I don't think he's heard enough to want to listen to more, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anything's yeah. grabbed him with Absol. Yeah. 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 But like Sean loves, uh, he's a Southern California guy. What the fuck is his name? Um, fuck, he has a stupid name. Uh, Dexter me. Holland from The Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Casey Veggies. 
Oh, right? yeah. Like, Sean loves Casey Veggies. I like Casey Veggies. Yeah. So, yeah. he's got a stupid okay. name, Southern California guy. But, like, he doesn't sound like a Southern California guy at all. Um, yeah. But, like, he likes him. So. All right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but like uh obviously needed to get my boy Ty Dolla Sign on here. Ty Dolla Sign, he's great. He's a great singer. He's got great albums. Um RJ, he has Kanye on his last album, I believe. He has a Kanye song on there. Uh pretty good. It's a pretty good song. What's RJ. the name of that one? Do you know? Uh there's Ooh. another weird feature on the song. Um let me look it up real quick. Um, like Elton John weird or (laughs) (laughs) no he Ty Dolla Sign does amazing features himself oh it's Anderson Pack so it's Ty Dolla Sign Anderson Pack that's good he's got a whole bunch of people with him wow yeah because he's a really great singer and he works with a lot of people who a lot of the Southern California guys don't work with like working with Post Malone or um oh that's right Thundercats on that song too oh with Ty Dolla Sign all right, I gotta take this guy seriously now. He's fucking great, dude. I this song is not a good representation of him. <laughs> he has one with Skrillex and Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the last song. I'll give it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he works with Young Thug, which like a lot of the Southern California guys like don't work with. Like Kendrick has the feature on Mask Off for Future, and like that's it. Like he's not out there working with Future. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, but Ty Dolla Sign, he works with all of them. Like. Uh, I want to say his song on the new Tyler album, I want to say that's being nominated for best rap song of the year. It's one of like, cause Tyler's album is nominated and I want to say that song is nominated for best song. Too. Is this on flower boy? No, his most, his most recent it's call me one. something. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think the song's like, what's my name or something like that. It's a really fucking good song. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I that album remember. is like, it's not my favorite album of the year, but out of the best hip hop albums that they have, like they have Donda, yeah. Strip I Love a Boy, uh, J. Cole's Off Season, and then they've got one more in there. Um, but like, and then Tyler's new album, and like Tyler's album is the best album out of all of those. Yeah. Such a good album. It, that one was amazing. I can't even remember the name of it now. It's like Call Me Something Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Ty Dolla Sign, I love him. I think he's great. Uh, YG, I, I'm kind of in. He's like J-Rock to me. He's kind of indifferent to me. Um, yeah. But this song I thought was interesting, not only because it has Ty Dolla Sign, but it's Schoolboy on this song sounds nothing like Schoolboy on the rest of the songs to me. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because of the beat or because he's working with Ty Dolla Sign, but like he just decided, like, I'm going to go real smooth here. <laughs> you get real sexy. <laughs> Um, yeah, RJ, how'd you feel towards this song? So this song, I decided that basically this is too short. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I absolutely loved it. The other, uh, what's that? It's like the old Nextel, like the walkie-talkie, the, <laughs> ding, the little deep <laughs> thing. And it got me so excited. Yeah. And just YG comes on. I was like, this, this, this made me happy every <laughs> time I listened awesome. to this. And it came out... And I was like, this is one of those where I'm like, I shouldn't like this, but I enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> you saw, you can't get past the era that you love. You know what no, I mean? No, no, okay. So, okay. I've tr- have you guys tried listening to Too Short? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've listened to Too Short <laughs> I've many to, times. Too Short has some features that I've listened to. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, the features, they're cool. You yeah. hop on with somebody I like. But Too Short, I've tried listening to it. I'm like, ah, it, it, it is Too Short. Like, you can't get past that. <laughs> and there's times where I'm just like, all right, you are what you are, and I appreciate it. But it's like, I, I don't know if I can listen to them all the time. But this yeah. song came out, and I think it's just one of those where it's like, okay, this just put a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> It put me in a mood, and I was just like, all right, too short. You're doing it again, even though you're nowhere near this. <laughs> again, somehow he manages with these, for me, with these last three, these first two are, like, very much newer style beats, but there's, like, an underlayer of, like, gangster rap, right? Yeah. These last three are, like, clear, like, it's front and center to me being like, oh, yeah, you really like the 2002 to 2005 era of hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. How'd you feel towards the song, Devin? Oh, I loved it. Really? <laughs> yep. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> no, it was it was great. I I liked the melody of it. Um jerking in Walmart. I jerked it in a Walmart parking lot to this. Bum, it was, bum, 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 yeah. Bum, bum. Just that oh boy. Yeah. Um I would have thought hit, like Ty Dolla Sign's voice would have sounded too like and the beat would have sounded like too young thug feet futureish it well it was very it's very like new school west coast yeah. like this is a total you like know? radio song that i would be like devin be like yeah i'm over it yeah <laughs> well i want to point you to this example that i heard from a girl that i used to work with i think i, I might have played it for you before but this is a yg song featuring nipsey hustle that oh hell yeah love my nipsey. i i have no interest in this music and the girl that i worked with I had no interest in any music that she cared about at all, but she played this song <laughs> and it made me feel some type of way. And I mean, this is it. It's you proud. Shut up. Don't talk to me. Get your bread out. And we used to fuck, but I got fed up. We eat all my Oh, yeah. Bitch, you proud. I can love it when they Shut do that. So good. This is G Funk. This is just G Funk. Literally, he's just in there doing the fizz face right now. <laughs> you see, walking over there, I go like this. I put a look on face like I smell some piss. Yeah. And suddenly, he has a black sweatshirt on with I fucking love that. Just that heavy bass with just the tingles in the background. Yeah. It's something about it that, like. That's why I, I love I, Nipsey. I wish that you would take the dive on Nipsey. I will. I had Nipsey's, the song on there. Nipsey's fantastic. I've listened to a lot of his stuff, and I, I love it. I had the song on there. You were indifferent about it. I wish that you would take the deeper dive. Dedication, the Kendrick song, I don't know if you'd like it, but it's really good. I think I just need to look at it as that type of music because it's it's not novelty music because I legitimately like it. I enjoy it, but I need to get past the idea of this, like, this isn't going to be like high art rap music, you know? Like, I don't need to analyze this. I need to listen to it and just enjoy it. Feel good. It just feels good. It's feel yeah. good music. Yeah. Yeah. But every time I heard Nipsey Hustle, I'm like, why are people taking this guy so seriously? <laughs> Nipsey Hustle. Like, I, I think it's just the name. They probably just hate <laughs> A the lot name. of it's the name. A lot of it is a lot of their names, honestly. Like, Lil Baby. Young Thug, like, I don't want to listen to those guys at first. Even Schoolboy Q, like, the names, they'd turn me off at first. But then I realized that, you know, that's just 
how it goes, I guess. <laughs> you know, that's that's the way it goes. To Pac. Oh, listen to that beat, Devin. Listen to it. I like the funk. I'll need some of that funk, baby. <laughs> I love his flow. I love his voice. <laughs> I got to show you where Kendrick comes in. Oh, I love those tones. I'm so sad that he died. I wish he came out with more. I didn't know anything about him until he died. Literally, I played this at work and somebody was all like, is that the guy that died? I'm like, he died? Like, I love Kendrick and all that he does. He was born for this beat, these beats. Yes. That was like, phenomenal. Hearing was him phenomenal. on this song, it's like, I just put out a G Funk album. Please, Kendrick. Just please, God. Yes. Do it. Please. <laughs> Those tones just like, like I can just close my eyes and I feel like it. It's very nostalgic. Yeah, not even have, to that style you have of rap. A flat but just Bill Raiders hat on. Mm. You got a black sweatshirt, blue jeans, drinking a forty. Yeah, girl. Mm. God, it, it. Yeah, it just it feels good. I like. I love that style of beat. But uh, I, I don't know. The two thousands ruined a lot of hip hop for me. <laughs> it really did. It made me stop listening to hip hop. So yeah, like. <laughs> When I think you put the game on one of the mixtapes and was like, "Yeah, he yeah. actually has some good stuff now." And I'm like, "No, he doesn't." Like, I'm. It's gonna take me so long to get past that mental block, you know. And that's just where I'm at right now. But honestly, after listening to these songs, I'm like, I do want more of this last song, like stylistically. Like, I want that. Whatever you just played there, the Nipsey Hustle song, dude. I'm so that. glad, RJ. Many moons ago, this was when I was getting back into hip-hop because of you with Kanye, and Devin was adamant that he did not like L.A. (laughs) hip-hop. He was adamant. I mean, he's yeah, I've always been an East Coast guy. The roots. I like the mm -hmm. roots over there. (laughs) You're not, Devin. You're not. Uh, Oh, no. You're a West Coast boy. uh, Okay. (laughs) It's in there. (laughs) I love the East Coast stuff. I will never not like the East Coast stuff. Me too. But it's yeah. in there. It is in there. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm finding it's that it's festering, in there. I'm, I'm chiseling <laughs> away the layers. And I'm <laughs> finding something in there that really wants this West Coast style. Yeah. Like it, when I heard the future stuff and you were talking about like him being West Coast and like taking that kind of like G-Funk stuff and changing a little bit. I'm like, 
ooh, I hear that. I hear the G-Funk. And then started listening to more Funkadelic stuff. And that Childish Gambino album changed a lot of it for me, where I'm like, oh, I, I do love the funk. I love Parliament Funkadelic. I love Bootsy Collins. Yeah. I want that. I want that in rap. And then Kendrick, like you said, goes with everything. Mm. But especially with that style, you know? Yeah, it's just in his DNA. Know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. DNA. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I got royalties and royalties. You sound like DNA. <laughs> yeah, I am. This has made my night, RJ. That Devin likes this song. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. It would blow me away if I just heard, saw Devin rolling down the street bumping the song. Cruising okay, down the street okay. in my 6'4". So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we both know Devin. I feel like if he had a mix of like 3,000 songs, something West Coast would pop in there occasionally and be like, oh, you like I wouldn't be surprised if I heard it. Regulators, Warren G. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's the first thing the that pops yeah, in yeah, my yeah. head. But uh, yeah, that yeah. song fuels in between, blue. like you know, like uh, Pennywise and Hatebreed, and like that yeah. one shows up. You know, you know, Devin. Yeah, <laughs> he's just staring straight. He's like, I'm trying to think of a Pennywise song that I like and I can't bring myself to. It. I don't think I know a Pennywise. Song. I know, uh, I know him, but <laughs> sorry, all you punk there too. people out there, yeah, <laughs> yeah real yeah. punk rockers. <laughs> Man, I'm stuck that both of you guys like. I knew I was pretty sure that RJ was gonna like it. Yeah, it was awesome. The first time I heard it, I think I was thrown off, and I was just like, ah, okay. And then I think the two, three other times I listened to it, I was like, yeah, track five's here. Too short. <laughs> Next sale. Beep beep beep. And I was like, I love this. This is awesome. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right, Devin, how'd I do? I I think I'm, I'm no I'm off on yours obviously. <laughs> well, I'm gonna just let you know you got the favorite and least favorite backwards. So you said for me two five one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's five two. So my favorite's five. Least favorite is two, just because it was uh, it's that schoolboy Q stuff that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Two is my favorite feature. Um, I, really, I, I I love Kendrick's on here. Yeah, Kendrick's was. Like obviously amazing, but I do like how kind Vince of, is introduced. Yeah, and yeah. it worked within that song. Like the uh, the dichotomy between those two guys works good. Um, Man, five is your favorite song. It's my favorite. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. I was surprised too. I was surprised too when I was really looking for like the West Coast stuff. Like it made I, something clicked in my brain where I was like. With East Coast, I like the way it sounds. Yeah. I, I love everything about the way East Coast hip-hop sounds. Well, it's almost when, like East Coast, it's like the lyrics are forward and the music is backwards. Like, yeah, it's more lyrically centered rather than like, oh, let's get creative musically. And it seems to be reversed West Coast. But even the beats, they're not that like that funk. Like, they're not bass-driven yeah. beats. They're uh, sample-driven sample. yeah. and... You know, you know, it has that turntable feel to it, like the classic '80s hip hop feel to it, um, that I like. But the thing I like, so what I like about West Coast is it feels good to listen to. Not that it like sounds good the way 
East Coast does, it just makes me feel better while I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get that feeling or the emotion from East Coast. It's like yeah. listening to 50 Cent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, like, to be honest, I, I don't like any 50 Cent song, but that you to know use of. that uh, that I know of, yeah. <laughs> It's true. I haven't watched the show Power. You know, you know he might you have s- some sick bars on there. You guys said that you, you felt bad or you just don't want to put like the same mix with the same album. I'm going to do each song by 50 Cent from all of his albums. From Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, like, no, from every one. So these are the, it's going to be 50 Cent yeah. for the next few weeks for me. Yeah. This um, one's an interlude, guys. <laughs> He's just talking gunshots. It scared me. Just do all the skits from the 2000s rap albums. Oh, no. Yeah. No music. But there's something about that music, like the popular 2000s rap, like the uh, the Yin Yang Twins, Lil John, and the East Side Boys, the 50 Cent, that does feel good when you hear it. You know, the same way that uh, that fucking shitty band... The sexy and I know it song, um, mm. LMFAO. Yeah. Same way, something about that feels good, but you hear it and it annoys the fuck out of you. You know, yeah. there's a feeling to it that you hear it, and that's why people like it. That's why it's popular. But I can't just tune into that. So I like, I, I don't know. There's something I'm still figuring out of what I Is that what just I like. Self doubt from Devin. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't feel like he's sexy. Devin, you are sexy. No, bro. There's right. no doubt, bro. I'm living in a fucking tragic kingdom, bro. I'm returning. You to are rock hard all the time. No Devin. doubt. I rock steady. <laughs> know that. That's uh, funny. Um, what's their album's like a peach or something, right? Uh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. It's Tragic Kingdom. I think it's an orange for Orange County. Orange, that's right. Yeah. Um, all right, RJ. Three, four, one for you. How'd I do? Three, four, one. So I'm gonna say my favorite, even though I do down it, is number three. Nice. Uh, fantastic so, song. Ooh. I was so hoping that would be it. Uh, you said four for my least favorite, so it was in between two or four. Ooh. And I was just like, do I like Eminem? <laughs> <laughs> Or do I like Vince Stables? And then I went through and I was like, I do appreciate Vince Stables, and I'm curious what. But then I was like, no, I just got to not into the artist. I got to actually look at the song. And I was like, I think I like four better. Nice. So I'm going to say my least favorite is right out. Oh, that's my least favorite, number two. <laughs> okay. And literally, I, I was going back to, I was like, do I like Vince Stables? But I was like, I just said I didn't like that song. So I was like, who? Which song stands out? But I was like, it's phenomenal. I was like, oh, it's just it's gonna be one because <laughs> nice. Kendrick did a phenomenal <laughs> job. So you're you know you had two out of three. Yeah, nice. He's the best. I agree. He probably like. Oh, it was phenomenal yeah, with him on there. I was like, oh my goodness he, gracious. He's hands down like objectively the best feature <coughs> on here. I will agree with that. But my favorite was Vince Staples because I saw that Kendrick was on there and I've heard the song before and I liked it. And Vince Staples surprised me and it was the one that I kept on remembering. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, yeah, Kendrick's the best. Let's rate this. How did I do? Four point four out of five. Oh, nice. I've yeah. been consistent with you recently. Yeah, with these yeah. hip hop mixes. And this one was kind of a gamble. Like I, you know, I like Schoolboy Q, but like, I don't know the other one. Well, you like West sign? Coast hip hop. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, I don't even know what I like anymore. <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? <laughs> Who 
What am I? <laughs> You're Loren. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm Loren. I drink 40s in my 6'4". That's his 90s rapper that's name for right. sure. Mm-hmm. Yo, what's up, baby girl? My name is Loren. Yeah. How you doing? So good. How about my caddy? All right, Jay, how'd I do? Uh, so, you know what? Honestly, I think this is a good... I mean, I haven't listened to, you know, just school by Schoolboy Q... His other stuff and a lot of his other work, but I was like, I feel like this is a good adaptation of stuff that he can do. I do appreciate the the other features on there, just because you know it, it's fun because it's literally him and his boys. I gave you a four point two. Oh, this. nice! It's like, you know what, RJ uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, well, yeah, I'll probably just give myself a 4.5 just all right, throw it right there yeah. <laughs> you're not consistent how did you feel about all the songs were these like did you like all of the songs or did you have the kind of the same feelings as us now it's pretty rare for me to not like a schoolboy song to be honest with you okay like there's just something about him that i really like that i just i just enjoy it like it just puts me in a good mood and um feel dirty grimy and yeah i like it yeah yeah, there's something disjointed about the way he delivers things that yeah. it makes it interesting. It's not something that like I can put on when I draw, but like if I go to work out, I'm definitely listening to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Absol is like the opposite of that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. All right, Devin, what do yeah. you got for us this week? Um, a playlist called Seduced by the Gaze. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really hope this concept is a similar concept that I've had. <laughs> Ooh. Have you told me about it? No, I haven't. Okay. It's All just right. a concept that I've thought about that's really funny. Okay. Because I was going to say, you might have uh, you might have said something and this stuck in the back I of my mind and I stole your gay, title. So. <laughs> Send it on over. I'm excited All right. to see this. And I'm going to say, I have... A non-mandatory companion mixtape to this as well that you don't need to listen to, but when you get it, uh, I'll explain more. All I have is a uh, titty slippers. It's not titty my... slippers, no. <laughs> oh, I don't. Oh. This is. Oh, I get it. Okay, okay. that's awesome. That's all right. That's. I am very See, very. You could happy. have had. You could have had that idea too, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, mine was have a little pride. Okay. And it was gay artists. I had, a, I had a similar one with trans artists. Sick. Oh. With our powers combined. Yes. Oh, this is exciting. I'm pretty, I'm really. Well, uh. All right. So I'm going to send you the companion. Ooh. Um, and I'll just, I'll tell you right off the bat so there's no uh, yeah, I'm excited to give Title Fight another listen to. Okay. So this will make more sense. Um, these are five bands that started off as one thing and then transitioned to their new style, which is considered shoegaze mm. in a way shoegaze blended with the, uh, you know, whatever else. So, yeah, cause I don't think I've, I would, I would have thought title fight would go into the shoegaze category. Have but you heard I that Hyperview album? No, I haven't listened to them forever. So they, they pulled a ceremony. Ah, okay, yeah. Cool. So these five bands are all like that. So that's why I made the companion one because it's five of their earlier songs in the same order, 
So you can listen to them side by side, and then I put a bonus track on the companion one too. But yeah, I think number three is the only one that I haven't, only band I haven't heard on here. So I'm excited. Uh, three. Super Heaven. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And on the companion one, they are called Daylight. Oh. Okay. Which they had an interesting thing happen, which we can talk about. But nice. uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see what uh, both of you think. And uh, I usually only have a five song minimum, so I don't know if I don't need to the listen to the companion at all. Okay. Well, yeah, for letting sh- you know, I'm oh. RJ for a shoegaze mix that's 24 minutes, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah. good. This Knowing is pop, Devin. this is pop shoe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, if you want to listen to this schoolboy Q mix, you just go to Spotify, search five song mixtape, all one word, you can find the playlist there. Um. Yeah, and I'm excited to get a little gaze going on next week. Yeah, if you want to listen to my QAnon podcast, then, <laughs> you know, just find me on Fortune. Also called Q and the Boys. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my username is actually, ironically, Schoolboy Q. <laughs> I capitalized the H as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 